Hi, I'm Tim Golden. And I'm Jason Hall. And we want to welcome you to the Motown Philly Podcast. The podcast arm of the Speakers Mechanic brand, where we will give you everything you need, just when you need it, to be the best speaker that you can be. And that means we're going to give you principles of communication that help you connect, and we're going to help you build community. Jason, how you doing, man? What's up, Tim Golden? Man. I'm doing well, bro. I am well. I'm excited. This is the inaugural event for podcasting with us. Bro, how long, for real, like real talk? Like, how long have we talked about doing a podcast? Are you serious, bro? We have talked about this for at least five to six years. That's incredible. We should have easily over 200 episodes already. 200? We should probably have closer to about 1,200 episodes at this point, but... That's one of the principles of human communication, right? There is a gap between what we say and what we do. And hopefully, we'll be getting a little bit better at closing that gap so that when we say something, it happens a lot closer to when we say it than five or six years. Anyway, enough of that. This is the inaugural podcast of Motown Philly. So a lot of people might be wondering, what in the world is a podcast about communication, connection, and community have to do with the R&B song from Boys to Men in the 90s, Motown Philly? Well, I'll say this to our listeners. I, Tim Golden, am from Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And Jason, tell us where you're from. Your boy, is from D, from the D. Do y'all know where that, where, where is that? Like, Tim is laughing, he's holding back. Like, he doesn't understand how natural Jason's gonna be. I'm think, think I'm already talking to myself, talking about myself in third person, but how natural I wanna be and comfortable as we talk to you guys, get to know you guys and, and, and put our thoughts and our perspectives out into the airway. So, Mo, they, Motown Philly, I'm the Mo in Motown Philly because I'm from Detroit and they call it the D. Um, they also call it another place that's in the South, the D, but we're the original, the city that's called the D. And it, they call it the D, well, they call it Motown more importantly, is because way back in the day, way back in the day, y'all know we used to be hot. It's when it came to the sounds that were coming through the airwaves that were coming out of Detroit. Um, Who are some major hits that, or major artists that were in Detroit? Aretha Franklin. Um, I believe the Jacksons, Jackson 5 came from, from, from Detroit. And there's some other like epic people. Shit, can you name off of, uh, can you name off a few? Well, it's it's called Motown because Mo is for motors, right? Yeah. The motors implying automobiles, mm-hmm. Ford, GM, Chrysler. They've all been associated with uh, Detroit. And so it was known as the Motor City. 
So you've got Motown Records, right? You've got Barry Gordy, mm -hmm. who was the producer extraordinaire. You've got the people you just mentioned. Uh, one of the great motivational speakers of our time, Eric Thomas, is also from Detroit. Yes, uh, someone yes. who I'm sure you're you're very proud to claim. So yes. whether it's mm -hmm. whether it's the poetry of black music from R&B and Barry Gordy's Motown label from the past or the more contemporary iterations that make Motown proud in the form of motivational speakers like Eric Thomas, I have to say, my friend, you have a pretty strong town to boast as your hometown. And I know you're proud of all things Detroit, even those lions. Yo, especially those lions. Listen, for you guys who are listening to this, I need you to know that the Lions in this year of our Lord will be going to the playoffs. That's what I'm not going high. They are making the playoffs this year. Um, Tim said that in jest. I know he did. But the point is, he, you know, his his Philadelphia Eagles, he is a proud fan um, and he loves to boast of some of the things that they've done over the past decade or so. Has it been a decade? When's the last time you guys won something? Five years. Oh, five bad. years. Four. Well, yeah, four. I mean, four going on five. So, um, I, Jason said I'm very proud of the Eagles. Not only the Eagles, the Sixers, the Phillies, even the Flyers. I don't really follow hockey that much, but if the Flyers are doing well, I'm certainly behind them. So Jason gives you a taste of the upper Midwest. I give you a taste of the East Coast. Jason's from Detroit. I'm from Philadelphia. Together, we call ourselves Motown Philly. And we are just tickled pink to be here in this first installment of a podcast that we really think is going to be life-changing, Jason. Mm. I mean, I, I think that the sky is the limit for what we can do here in equipping people with the tools that they need to be better communicators, to establish deeper connections, and to have healthier senses of community and to build healthier communities. So I am just, I'm just very excited about it. Now, now Jason, you have a you have a certain background with speech and communication. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your academic background and your qualifications in speech and communication? Definitely. Um, I think I was, I've always been someone who is consciously or unconsciously conscious about how we communicate and how we interact. And it led me to the field of hearing speech and hearing sciences and, and disorders. And that's kind of like the name of where I actually of of the field in which I actually received my master's. I'm a speech language pathologist. I finished school in 2000, my master's in 2005. So I've been practicing um, almost two decades um, in the field of communication disorders, um, language, and everything that has to do with communication uh, when it comes to um, the body being able to produce the way it should, language, speech, even hearing, the ability to hear plays a major factor in how we communicate. If you cannot hear well, 
you can imagine your ability to mimic or imitate sounds in a proper way is going to be affected to how you communicate. So just being a student of communication before I even got into the field of speech pathology, I'm a speech language pathologist. And those are three, you know, three words that when people say that you're a speech language pathologist, that kind of gives pause to people to have them try to understand what in the world that who are you and what you do unless they have some type of familiarity or background with a speech language pathologist and then you tell them that hey I'm a speech pathologist and then then they they might get some cognitive dissonance and say so pathologist like you you are in the lab and then at the end of the day you just end up telling them you're a speech therapist so I'm a licensed certified master level master's level speech language pathologist and i've been dealing with and working with loving the 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 art form the science of how i can do my very best to get individuals to communicate their very best and i just love doing it and um quite recently i i have transitioned full time into the coaching space so i kind of in a lot of ways laid down my speech, my speech clinician clinical hat and segued more into a more unorthodox way of doing speech pathology without necessarily carrying the license into this space because if people might be listening to this who might be speech pathologists and say that, you know, I there could be some infringement rights because I am licensed in a certain state, but I um because I coach and I'm, I'm, there's no I can get, we can get into the weeds with this, but you kind of get what I'm saying. As a coach, I do what I do and I love what I do. And there doesn't have to be any type of doctor intervention or prescription for me to, to help individuals in, in ways to communicate that is not under the guise of a disorder. Like these are people who elect to work with me because they just want to be better communicators. They want to be more skilled they want to get rid of some of the nuances that they worry with about making sure that other people are really understanding what they say. They want people to really feel what they're saying. They want to feel what they're saying. And it is my great jo job. It's not even a job. It is my honor to help these individuals because a lot of these individuals are professionals. They're um, entrepreneurs. They are... Um, they're leaders, they're influencers, they're podcasters, they have, a, they have a message. And I love helping these individuals because they have something to share and give and serve the world to their, to their fullest. And me playing a part or role of helping an individual start a podcast, that's, that's from, or, or when they never maybe really thought they could, or start becoming more communicative about their business because their business is only going to reach a certain level because they're not able to express what they're doing at the highest level. So here comes Jason to help them get out of their own way so that they can be really effective. And that's, it's a beauty to, to do quite that. Let me turn the tables. Let me turn the tables. That's enough about me. I mean, I don't necessarily like talking about me. That's not necessarily how I like. I do want to. I do. Before you turn it over to me, okay. I do want to ask you two questions. Definitely. Where did you, you go to school? 
to get all those wonderful credentials and where are you now? I went to the great uh, University of Tennessee State University um, situated in Nashville, the rolling hills of Nashville, Tennessee. And this is a, a um, just, it's, it's, it was a beautiful experience. And I currently live in Memphis, Tennessee, which is about two hours, two and a half, three hours west of, of Nashville. Sounds good. Well, thank you, Jason, uh, for introducing yourself to our listeners. I am Tim Golden. I am born and raised in Philadelphia. I went to the real TSU, Texas Southern, not Tennessee State, TSU. Te Texas Southern University, True. the Thurgood Marshall School of Law for law school. I went to college locally in and around Philadelphia at a school called Westchester University of Pennsylvania. I graduated from there. I went to law school. I then ended up going back to Philadelphia where I practiced law as a trial lawyer handling criminal cases for the public defender's office and then having my own private practice. And then I went back to graduate school at the University of Memphis where I got a PhD in philosophy. And about 10 years ago, I took my first acting class. And so today I am an academic philosopher that's what keeps the lights on, as they say. That's what puts the food on the table and pays True. the bills. True. I am looking very soon to get back to the practice of law on a very small scale, doing probably more written advocacy than oral advocacy. We'll talk about this in some future episodes, I'm sure. But mm -hmm. lawyers have to be able to do two things very well. They have to be able to speak well, and they have to be able to write well. And mm. words are the lawyer's weapons. Mm. They're the one thing that lawyers can use to communicate effectively. There's that word communication. Mm. And so I, I also take to the stage and I perform as an actor. Mm -hmm. And as an actor, I've performed Shakespeare. I've performed August Wilson. I've done everything from classic plays to contemporary plays. In about six weeks, I'm going to be headed to Portland, Oregon to perform in a staged reading of August Wilson's play, Radio Golf. And so um, I, I tell people that when people ask me what I do, I tell them that I'm a storyteller. In the classroom, I tell the story of Western philosophy. In the courtroom, I tell the stories of my clients who I represent. And on stage, I tell the story as written in the script of the playwright that wrote the character that I'm performing. Mm. And if I do my job well, I'll be an effective communicator when I tell stories in each of these three capacities. So I don't have formalized communication credentials like you do, Jason, but I am a communicator. If something happened to my voice, and I couldn't talk, I'd be in bad shape. So <laughs> I learned that the hard way about a month and a half ago when I cracked a tooth in my mouth and it left a jagged edge that cut relentlessly sliced into the side of my tongue. It was like 
having a knife in your mouth. So if something like that happened, instead of happening in the summer, if it happened during the school year, I would have been in a bad way because from the time I get up in the morning to the time I go to bed at night, when school is in session during the academic year, I am on my feet talking and talking is what I do for a living. So I will never take my tongue for granted. And uh, that's a little bit about me. And so I'm just uh, very fortunate to be paired with you, Jason. And I'm looking I'm looking forward to giving our listeners some really good content. Well, talk to me, talk to me, like what kind of content do our listeners, can our listeners look forward to hearing from us in the future as they might wonder, why are these two communicators, communicators, if you will, coming together to form a podcast and what can they share with me, the listener, that I can learn, that I can grow that I can understand more about myself and those who I interact with? Well, I think what they can expect generally is an appeal to the human person, to the entirety of the human person. Mm. You will get content that helps you not only cognitively, but that helps you emotionally. Mm-hmm. You will get a heavy dose of the, the head, but you'll also get a heavy dose of the heart. We're going to try our best to provide content that appeals to who we are as emotional beings mm-hmm. and who we are as relational beings. Mm-hmm. We are rational, but we're also relational. And if we're going to talk about building community then and connection, and communication, then we have to talk about the relational, emotional side of who we are, never abandoning our reason, because reason is important. Reason is certainly integral to how we communicate. Language, in fact, the Greek word for language is logos, L-O-G-O-S, and that means word, reason, or language, and that Greek word is the etymological root of our word logic. So the word logic or the rules of thinking comes from that. So you can expect a lot of logic. You can expect a lot of the fully integrated person as the backdrop of our content. So what you're going to get here that you may not get in other places, we're not just all about these are the steps you need to take. We're all about situations and addressing those situations whether they be difficult conversations or situations in which you may disagree with people, you can expect our content to be on the re- as much on the relational side as it is on the practical side of nuts and bolts and tips to do X, Y, and Z when you communicate. Mm-hmm. We're going to give you a little bit of everything. Right, right. I would say this, that um, Tim is probably... He's both of these things, but I think he's more, Tim is more of the head, if you will. He, he, he mentioned the fact that we're going to be addressing things of the, of the mind, of the head, if you will, the conscious thought. And I'm the one who leads, 
leads the way with with the heart as far as the emotions and the feelings and listen tim is a you guys who know him already have listened he's a brilliant dude and i get to brag on him because he won't brag on himself why should he um he has me here but tim is the head and, it, and his head is actually really connected to his heart so he definitely shows me and those who has a chance to know him well his heart and it's a it's a it's a huge heart it's a big heart it's a heart that bleeds it's a heart that loves cares and is compassionate thoughtful um introspective and but he's also very heady like tim listen you guys listening to this podcast this podcast you you might find out that tim might be the he not is just the smartest one this one of the the smartest one in the room he could be the, one of the smartest individuals in your town <laughs> in your city <laughs> he might be one of the smartest people in your state even um i won't i won't blow him up too much as far as saying he's the smartest he's the smartest dude i know let me say that and and i know no, a lot of people no that. no pressure on me though right and no pressure <laughs> listen no pressure like like this Thank will be syndicated Thank uh, you. and the more we do these one of the things that tim and i have purpose to do is not to have this podcast be whimsical be a feeling and an emotion and here comes my heart uh, and i just want to tell you guys like maybe you might hear some crying from me like i don't know i just i i think that tim and i with this inaugural podcast we're embarking on something real special and just looking at him if you guys are listening to this later just looking at him and knowing how focused he is. Um, I'm going to try and get him to unformalize himself so he can, we can really get into the weeds and laugh and, and, and enjoy ourselves as the podcast moves forward. But we really want you guys to know that we're serious. We're so serious about sharing the things that have been placed in our hearts, in our, in our minds, in our, in our experiences of life, because you know, one of the things, why me and Tim, why, why this, how did this happen? Maybe we will share that more and more as you begin to get to know us and know how we connected and um, understand that even though he lives in Washington, Tim, did you say that where, where are you, what are you doing, Tim? Where, where are right. you? What's... That's right, Jason. Thank you for, for circling back to that. So I am a college professor after I got my PhD in philosophy from the University of Memphis, I began a career as an academic philosopher. And now I'm currently a college professor at Walla Walla. That's right. You heard it right. So nice you had to say it twice. Walla Walla, W-A-L-L-A, W-A-L-L-A, University, Walla Walla University, in a small town in southeastern Washington state called College Place. Walla Walla is an adjacent town to College Place. Everything is sort of connected here. I'm about four hours southeast of Seattle and I'm about 10 or 15 minutes north of the Oregon border. So if you look at the state of Washington, as a square or as a modified rectangle, I am in the bottom right corner. That's where you'll find me. 
So that's where I am. Well, yeah. So as you can see, how was there one time that can you was there a time? Well, I guess we can let me well, I ask a question. There was once a time where Tim and I actually, you know, we're friends clearly, but there was once a time when the, where this connection started and we'll talk more about that on another episode um, to kind of give you guys back background history to us. But we once lived in the same location. That's right, because we met when I was a graduate student studying philosophy at the University of Memphis. And so that's where we met each other. And how, how long ago was that? How long ago was that? Why not? Why that not talk was, about that? let me see, Jason, I met you in Nashville in April of 2007. So I have known you for over 15 years. We have known one another for 15 years. We're going to say, how, how, look, how fast is that time gone? It goes fast. I, I think I want to try and say something profound about that. And then we're going to close out. Um, it's not too often you meet a life friend after different stages of your life, especially as an adult. Um, maybe you were friends with somebody because of proximity, church, or work environment and you call them friend and you just work, you two have worked there for several years, but Tim used to live here and um, in Memphis. And I, I've seen him probably once in the last five years. In the last seven years. Has it been that long? East? The last time I physically saw you was when you came up to Walla Walla to hang out in November of 2015. So we are coming up on seven years since we've actually seen each other face to face physically. Right, so, um, and here's the beauty and here's full circle. Like, like I said, it's not too often that you meet a, a, a lifelong friend after these bonding moments of early adulthood and even childhood, but us two, um friends we we met you know well into you know i was in my mid 30s or mid yeah and tim was in his 40s and uh it created we created a connection and our connection created a bond to where i talk to tim quite regularly or communicate with him quite quite regularly whether verbally over phone or, or via text but um, not not a week goes by that we don't have some form of uh, verbal verbal communication, let alone what we how we text. But the point of this is, um, communication has been the catalyst that spurred on a deep level of, um, like I would call it emotional emotional intimacy, if you will. Um, connection that's right and connect that created a connection to where we're just brothers and and friends and we often have to talk about things that are going on in our lives and and how we can best navigate which is create a community like i i just called him my brother not because he was born to my mom 
is because we we were able to continue to hold deep level of conversations and communicate over distance and over time cons- continually and effectively because you know to, um it's just been we've shared some real hurts about what's going on in our lives but we've also shared some real happy really really happy moments and everything in between and we share those things and we continually are able to help you know talk and communicate and create this community where we can continue to navigate lives and one of the the primary things that Tim and I want to do in this podcast is to help other people understand that they too don't have to feel alone, even though they have they have distance between them. When you truly understand the power of communi- communication and deep level of connection that creates community and a bond with somebody, you have a lifelong uh, family member, even if that person um, is not your your own blood. And a lot of times they can be considered someone who's closer closer to you than even blood. So that's the spirits that Tim and I roll with. That's what we are going to share in these podcasts that we'll share with you. And that's what we also want you guys to really hear and feel our hearts, to know that a t- the type of connections that you form with people can be transformational. Um, I'm not sure how much Tim and I were going to go into just our life and how communication affects it all. And we're, I think we're having some real deep conversations that need to be had because we know it, it helped us and it can help those who are listening to us. So that's the true point of truly understanding what communication does for the human life and how it can be transformative to making it a very rich quality Tim, often in a, when we have conversation, we use words like that was rich, like when that was, a you know, in what we shared and exchanged and what we felt through what we shared and exchanged. We don't take it lightly and we appreciate it and we're grateful for the experience of exchanging real life um, conversations with each other. And it keeps us in community. That's right. That's right, Jason. I, I couldn't agree with you more. I am just so excited about what is to come. And I think what we ought to tell people is to get ready to start sharing this podcast on your social media platforms. Make sure you use the hashtag Motown Philly. Make sure you use the hashtag Speakers Mechanic. And make sure you use the hashtag Triple C for communication, connection, and community, because that's what we're about here. So I don't know about you, Jason, but I'm already looking forward to next week's podcast episode. Definitely. And we're going to be bringing you some good content. Be on the lookout, I would say, so that by Wednesday or so of next week, we will be prepared to let you know what our topic is Mm -hmm. for next week. So be on the lookout on your favorite social media platforms. By the way, my Instagram handle is at a good golden man, Mm -hmm. at a good golden man. Mm -hmm. And you can find me also on Twitter 
at Dr. T J G E S Q. And if you look there, I'll be tweeting out the Motown Philly cover art for our podcast with our topic coming up. And Jason, why don't you let folk know where they can be on the lookout for what you're going to be tweeting or Instagramming or whatever your favorite social media of the day is is nowadays as you let folks know what we're going to be covering. Listen, you can find me at the speaker's mechanic at the speaker's mechanic on Instagram. You can find um, I just started a business page called the speakers, the speakers, the speakers mechanic shop. It's kind of like a sub subsidiary type um, platform on Instagram. But just look if you can find me the speakers mechanic, Jason Hall communication coach on IG. That's honestly where I hang out the most. Rarely do I tweet, but if you're looking for me to tweet, um, I'm Jason Hall Speaks for some reason. Uh, they wouldn't let me have the speaker's mechanic. But listen, there's only one speaker's mechanic uh, in all of the world, and it is I, Jason Hall. So uh, look, look us up. We are going to be posting and be becoming more about more in not in your face, but you know what I'm saying. We're, we're going to be more open. We're going to be more communicative about what we do so that you guys can tap in and understand that this is a space where these gentlemen, these African-American males are going to have conversations and we're going to talk about all kinds of things like just like social life. We're going to talk about different types of words. We're going to talk about perspective. We're going to talk about just things that that at the end of the day, it's going to lead to how we communicate. Is there what kind of connection is that is that facilitating? And does that create is does that facilitate community? And if you're not really doing that, you're living in some type of dysfunctional. And I mean, it's not for us to just be like, you're not as we're not as healthy as we could be. How about that? I'm not we're here not to judge either because we all have some level of dysfunction in this, right, Tim? That's right. So buckle up, folks. Get ready. We are, we've got the key in the ignition. We're buckling up our seatbelts and we're going to take off and start driving down this highway of podcasting. Remember your hashtags Motown Philly, hashtag Triple C, hashtag connect. I'm sorry, hashtag communicate, connect, and community. So with that, we will see you next week with episode two. All right, Jay, I'll see you soon, man. All right, Tim Golden, I appreciate you. Guys, we appreciate you listening. Tell everybody about we're here. We're in this space. And uh, we'll see you soon, man. Thanks a lot. <laughs>